The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into the Hoop Ball Celtics podcast presented by Hoop Ball. I am your host, Patrick Lounsbury. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ballin Opinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S. You can also follow the show on Twitter for all your Celtics needs at Hoop Ball Celtics. We tweet during games and everything like that. So please go ahead and give us a follow, a like. You know, give us, you know, watch our show drops on that twitter platform as well also wherever you're listening to this podcast i appreciate you for tuning in today after a disappointing first game loss to the brooklyn nets 104 to 93 despite the three net stars kind of starting off pretty slow um just give us a please give us a five-star review on whatever platform you are listening to us on also if you could just write a review it'd be much appreciated thank you um, what we're going to be talking about today is the is the game and how it went, kind of breaking down the, some of the things we saw throughout the game, and also looking forward to the second matchup and the adjustments that um, we should be looking to to implement and how the Celtics can turn this series around and, and get a 1-1 going into uh, Boston. Well, let's just start, man. Uh, right off the rip, it looked like Jason Tatum was on a mission. I thought he did a good job of establish, establishing himself very early on in this one. He actually started out this game 3 of 4 from the field, while the rest of the Celtics were 4 of 14. Just a slow start from the rest of the team here. Wasn't very happy with how everybody else came out. Jason Tatum, though, on the other hand, was out for vengeance. Looked like he was in for a big night. Um, surprisingly enough, though, he only ended up finishing with 22 points. He finished the game 6 of 20, so after a 3-4 start, he ended up going 3 of 16 the rest of the way. 3 for 16 the rest of the way, which is not not exactly what you would consider ideal. Um, but just kind of a, a jitter jitterness to the first game. You know, I feel like they try to come out hot. And it, it was going good early on for the Celtics, but the Net Stars also weren't doing much. So Celtics took a good advantage of of really the Nets coming out slow. They were they kept a nice lead. It looked like they were in control of the game for the most part. You know, Kemba Walker. I was hoping a, a bigger game from him. The Celtics are going to need him to step up big time in these playoffs if uh, they're going to win any of these games against Brooklyn because 15 points on six or five of 16 shooting is not going to cut it. Simply enough, the Celtics need more out of Kemba Walker, especially if he's going to be the second best player on the Celtics. Um, but that, what I think is crazy is the best player on the court tonight for Boston had to be Robert Williams. He is a difference maker. He alters shots. He makes people think twice before driving in. He's just overall everywhere as far as his defensive ability and what he causes is is some establishment in that center position of really some rim protection. And it's big difference here for the Boston Celtics was how important he was to them tonight. Um, Celtics were all the way up to 12 points in that for, um, second quarter. They were up by 12 at 9.15 left in that quarter. Uh, Neesmith, Neesmith uh, was 
the first one to come off the bench for the Celtics, uh, also the first rookie to come in. So he got a lot of run in there. He he played pretty solid. I liked what I saw from Neesmith. You know, he stays running around and, and staying active and showing that he can he can be a contributor. Unfortunately, he did only shoot one of three from deep and one of five from the field. But when you were watching him, he was very active. He was getting to good spots. He wasn't crowding the floor. He just didn't make his shots tonight, which was unfortunate. They could have used some of those to drop to make this game go a little closer and maybe had a better chance here down the stretch. However, I, I still thought Aaron e. Smith's effort was there. His, his ability to um, really find his spots and find the cracks into the defense, I still thought he did good. He's also really good on the defensive end. Thought he did a, a lot on that side of the ball, but... Yeah, man. Um, Celtics were shooting 53% from three, and Brooklyn shot 8% from three in that first half. That was a big reasoning for why the Boston Celtics were able to take a lead going into the second half of the game. But then the third quarter kind of just fell apart a little bit where Walker and Tatum found themselves in some foul trouble, ultimately leading to Tatum having three. Walker had four in that third quarter with 10 minutes left. Nets just take a three-point lead with eight minutes left in that third quarter. Biggest lead for Brooklyn in the game to that point, which was insane to say. But uh, Celtics do a good job, man. Um, they weathered the storm against Brooklyn. They run in the third. Marcus Smart had some big, confident shots. He had a big third quarter. I thought he did a lot of good things tonight. Marcus Smart was 6-13, 3 of 8 from downtown, 17 points, chipped in well, had his five assists, was playmaking for the Celtics. And also, Brooklyn went into the fourth quarter with a with a five point lead, despite them having a really solid third quarter. So I I did think that the Celtics did a really good job of weathering that that storm. But however, you know, it just wasn't enough. Robert Williams was fantastic as far as blocks go. Uh, he ends up setting a new Celtics high of blocks in a game. They didn't record him back when Bill Russell played. I'm sure Bill Russell probably would have put that out of reach as far as that record goes but now that record goes to robert williams who had nine blocks in how many minutes was 23 minutes nine blocks nine rebounds 11 points he was a rebound and a block away from a triple double um it was just you know some some things that i liked about robert williams was just his discipline tonight and he was finding himself hustling and, and really altering shots making sure nothing easy was going into the basket did a good job there tristan thompson's was good on the board he had 10 rebounds only had four points two or four from the field you don't ask much of him as far as scoring those anyways so not a big surprise the disappointment to see was i i wasn't really happy with evan fournier's performance i thought he kind of got lost a lot on the offense in, in the sense of you you couldn't even tell that he was there you know he didn't make his impact known or anything like that he came out with a with a three right off the rip in that first quarter and, and he kind of disappeared for throughout the rest of the game fournier 39 minutes three of ten from the field two of four from deep 10 points man you need more from him you need more from him especially with Jalen Brown being hurt you expect a lot more contribute as far as he goes and we just didn't get it tonight uh surprisingly enough Peyton Pritchard only paid seven minutes tonight Tramit Waters played one minute Grant Williams played one minute uh a big amount of run was 
Jabari Parker playing a total of 22 minutes in this game was one of two from deep, three of six from the field, had nine points. He he got lost sometimes on defense, got cut, got some backdoor cuts on him and stuff like that. But overall on offense, he was really solid. Gave the Celtics a, a lift there in that sense uh, with nine points off the bench. You know, Neesmith had five and Robert Williams had 11. That's the total of 25 points off the bench. Unfortunately, it just wasn't enough tonight because Jason Tatum had had a rough shooting night with only 22 points, leading score, 6 of 20 from the field, 1 of 4 from deep. You just need more from your your key guys. You know, you're not going to get away with scoring under 100 points against this Brooklyn team and win. I thought the Celtics played really good defensively on the defensive side of the ball. Um, when they when they end up giving up points, it was a lot due to turning over the ball and putting themselves in bad positionings as far as that went. And overall, just not being able to limit the the Brooklyn Nets in the second half. Second half, the, they kind of just started taking off. Kyrie Irving had 29 points. Harden had 21 points. Durant had 32. You know, so seeing this Brooklyn team just total for a a whopping was that 50 points just from between Irving and Harden plus 32 from Durant you got 82 points from their big three and you had a whopping Tatum and Kemba Walker combined for a 37 37 points 37 points to, you know, the big three on the other side of 82. You need more out of our two stars. We only lost by nine points, so this game was definitely within reach. I'm sorry, we lost by 11. It was uh, 93-104. Lost by 11 points, so the the game was still within reach. Celtics had a chance here at the end to to claim this game. Um, I I don't know if they'll get many other games where the Nets are off for a whole half as far as shooting goes. So they do definitely need to start taking advantage of that opportunity to to capitalize on a bad shooting night from their their perspective and and really pull away with a victory. They lost that chance tonight, unfortunately. Um, so going into the second matchup, I I just want to see how how well the Celtics adjust. I saw a lot of like hard switching from the Brooklyn Nets, so it'll be interesting to see how we attack that. Maybe get some smaller guys on Jason Tatum or something, and and really attack the mismatch after a a pick, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I I thought um, I thought the Celtics played relatively well until that second half. Second half, they kind of fell apart. They need a lot more from their bench. They really hurt right now is when they Tatum comes off the floor it just seems like everything offensively stops it comes to a halt they need to find somebody who can run the offense and continue that flow even if they're not even scoring or anything like that just be able to to bring that presence you know want to see Kemba Walker be a lot more aggressive Mm -hmm. as far as how he moves on the court thought he settled a lot in this one Taking almost half his shot from deep, he, he shot second most threes on on the night of the Celtics behind Marcus Smart, who had eight. Kevin Walker had seven total attempts. So, but yeah, this was definitely the block party for Robert Williams. Great showing out for him in the playoffs. 
you know, getting those nine blocks. He was everywhere, man. Like he was, there was one play where he jumped on a pump fake and on his way down, the guy went up and he still got a piece of it and then jumped up and swatted it um, ferociously. And it, it was just a wonderful play by Robert Williams recovering from a, what could have been a, a bad jump in the first place, but he, he's just like a pogo stick, man. Robert Williams is so good. If, if his turf toe takes him out at any point during this series, it's it's going to be real troublesome for the the Celtics because they don't have much that they can do outside of Robert Williams and Tristan Thompson. the The rest of the centers on the roster are not very good centers. You got Luke Cornett and you got Taco Fall, both who didn't play because you know you can't you can't rely on that. You know we need Robert Williams to be out there. And you're not going to get probably any more than the 23 minutes he played tonight due to that turf toe. He they got to limit him. They don't want that thing to flare up and get worse and worse. So overall, Celtics just uh, got to take advantage of a night where Robert Williams is blocking everything. Marcus Smart's hitting shots. Uh, Fournier, Kemba Walker, Tatum. They, they need a rise. They need a rise here. I'm expecting Jason Tatum to to come out shooting a lot better. Hopefully, this is his worst shooting game of the series, and it, it gets a lot better from here. I, I want to see Tatum crush his 32-point uh, playoff high, and uh, I think he's definitely capable of that. We saw the 50 points he did in the playing game. I'm not saying he should go out there and drop 50. I'm just saying like 35, 38 points is is definitely reachable as far as Jason Tatum's skill set goes, and he's the big you know, key to this. We need him to be more involved on offense in the sense of if you don't got it going, man, be aggressive, be aggressive, get to the line, and force force the tie to go your way. He had nine free throws out of 11, so he did do a good job of of drawing some fouls there, but I I overall want to see a little bit more aggressive. I want to see him finish some more baskets and get the team in some flow. He did have five assists tonight, which was nice from him. But I, I just need a little bit more from Jason Tatum uh, being the best player on this team. He needs to show that he's the one of the better players on the court as well. Brooklyn just did a really good job down the stretch. You know, Kevin Durant just is an animal. 32 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, the guy who I thought was going to go off in game one against us, Joe Harris, was was actually only at 10 points, but he did have the highest plus-minus on the Nets of plus 22, so he was there for a lot of the good stretches for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Kyrie Irving, 29 points, plus 16 on the game. You know, limit him. We we almost want to... I, I want to see the Celtics kind of actually bait Kyrie Irving into doing a lot more isos and maybe have Brooklyn's offense stand around a little bit more. Uh Take him out of a rhythm. Take him out of a flow. Force Kyrie Irving to beat you and let James Harden and Katie sit there and watch him try to beat us and see how they react to that. Um, try to cause a little bit more chaos of them wanting the ball more. You can't just go out there and let them all touch the ball and, and kind of get what they want. You have to try to cut off one of those guys because if all three of them are hitting, then it's going to be a very hard team to beat. And it's gonna, We're in for a long four-game series of just watching which which ones are just going to beat us every offensive possession. So really just need the Celtics to step up in that department. It will be interesting to see what Brad Stevens does as far as Jabari Parker because he did play really well. He was a plus 7 on the night for the Boston Celtics. Robert Williams was a plus 5. 
The Aaron Eastman's was a plus one. Everybody in the starting lineup was negative. We had the worst of the night was Kevin Walker, negative 21 on the court um, during those bad runs. So uh, Kevin Walker, expecting a lot more out of him. 15 points definitely is not what we're expecting going moving forward. Uh, this team is, is shorthanded without Jalen Brown, and the offense is going to have to pick it up. You're not going to win any games in a series if we're shooting you know, and scoring less than 100 points. It's going to be very crucial for this team to lock in for a full 48 minutes defensively and also on offense not let up. They they had a, a decent amount of lead in this one of 12 points. You know, they they got to learn how to build on it because you need to build up a big lead for that Brooklyn Nets run that happens. And, man, does, does Brooklyn just put on the points real quick? There's some points in the game where it's like, all right, it's a two-point game. I, t- I look away, I look back at, at the TV, and I'm like, well, and it's a 10-point game. And it's just like, wow, Brooklyn really just turned it up th- like that, like a snap of the fingers, and it was just like, wow. So some things that I'm going to be looking towards game two is uh, how the Celtics come out energy-wise. I want to make sure Tatum is staying aggressive. I need some shots falling for Kemba Walker. And Evan Fournier need a little bit more chipping in from there what when does jabari parker come in and what is he his impact and how is robert williams toe gonna be holding up because robert williams is really a big catalyst for what the celtics want to do on defensively and he's going to be um a good player to have protecting the rim on against a team like the brooklyn nets who are so small at the center position he also has that rim running threat ability about him and also kemba walker needs his you know screen guy that's how he plays the game. Kemba Walker likes to play through the screens and, and see what he can get through that, whether it's a jump shot, a, a lob over, or a drive to the hoop. But right now, you know, Tristan Thompson, it's a little harder because Tristan Thompson doesn't draw the rim threat that Robert Williams does. So I want to see Time Lord hopefully get some more playing time and just stay healthy as far as that turf toe goes and make sure that we have a chance to come out of game two, even with the series and going back to Boston with some confidence. But overall, um, this team definitely looks like they're ready to fight. They're, they're ready to give it their all. Also thought it was uh, very interesting not to see Romeo Langford play. Thought they might try to throw a long body at one of uh, James Harden or Kyrie Irving. So I'll be watching there to see if he gets any minutes coming in game two. Uh, it's all about the chess match now. Wanting to see what Brad Stevens does ad- adjustment wise, and let's let's see what happens in Game Two, guys. You know, we we got Game Two here on Tuesday, um, the twenty fifth, and I think it's going to be a good one. Hopefully, the Celtics are able to even the series uh, coming out of here, but they're going to have to do a lot of things right. This team has to play damn near perfect to beat a team that's as talented as the Brooklyn Nets. There's a reason why um, Brad Stevens was talking about the Brooklyn Nets the way he was going into this matchup. And it's more of just preparing his guys like, hey, man, this this team is really good. We do need to acknowledge that. But that does not mean that we're just going to, you know, flop over and let them just walk all over us. Let's come out with some energy, come out with some tenacity and play some Celtics basketball, see where the coin flips and see how it lands at the end of the game hoping that the Celtics come out with a lot more energy um definitely put their foot on the gas and and really don't let up you know try to come out of the gate hot start swinging and throw the nets off their game play really aggressive defense and see how how we can bold against this uh, Brooklyn Nets team that's pretty favored well 
uh, other than that, guys, it's I'm going to wrap it up here. Once again, I thank you so much for stopping by. Please, please, please put a five-star review, rate, everything. I would appreciate it very much. You can follow the show on Twitter at HoopBallCeltics. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ballin Opinions. That's B-A-L-L-I-N-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-S. For anything Celtics related, guys, it's going to be fun. I'm going to watch the game on Tuesday. Make sure you're following me on Twitter so you can watch my live tweets as I tweet out while I'm watching the game for all the Celtics coverage, okay? Thank you guys so much for sticking around, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day while you're listening to this. And, yeah, let's let's go Celtics. <laughs>